0: Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. Thank you so very much for taking a moment to join us as we take a look at the book creation, the flood, and prophecy. They all play together for the end times. Creation as recorded in Genesis chapter 1 and prophecy as recorded in Revelation. You see, you begin with the creation, you end with the return of Jesus Christ. And of course, one of the most significant events during the time between the creation and the return of Christ was the flood Now, that's why you need to study with us as we take a look at the book, and this is going to be from my series, a five-part audio series that is entitled, His Message in Creation. This is the second part of this series. We'll listen to it, and I'll tell you how you can get your own copy of this five-part audio series. Right now, let's listen together.
1: Look here in verse 36. If those ordinances, the sun, the moon, and the stars, and by the way, I checked out last night, the stars and the moon was up there. You can see the sun is up there. (laughs) Verse 36, If those ordinances depart from before me, saith the Lord, then the seed of Israel also shall cease from being a nation before me forever. God guarantees the permanence of the Jewish people through his creation. A message to the Jew, You will be forever. He guarantees the permanence. Verse 37, thus saith the Lord, if heaven above can be measured and the foundations of the earth searched out beneath. Anybody measured the heavens? Found the foundations of the earth, the cornerstone of the earth? I I don't think so. I will also cast off the seed of Israel for all that they have done, saith the Lord. But until that time, you know Adolf Hitler was a stupid man. He tried to take a bunch of Jews, six million of them, and put them in furnaces and burn them to death. That was stupid. He shouldn't have spent all that money. All he had to do was get rid of the sun, the moon, and the stars. And they'd have been gone. Get my point? What's the message to the Jew? You're permanent. What am I going to do? I'm going to bring you out of the world. I'm going to put you in your land. I'm going to restore your language. I'm going to restore a desire for me. I'm going to give you your city, Jerusalem, back. June 7, 1967. After 2,000 years, Jerusalem was united once again, miraculously. A six-day war. <laughs> they were. You know who they were fighting? In the north, Syria. In the east, Jordan. In the south, Egypt. Egypt is the largest Arab country in the world. Syria has the fifth-largest military might in the world. Jordan has the longest border on Israel and brings their troops across. And it was a six-day war. You know why it was a six-day war? The Jews had rented tanks and airplanes. They had to turn them in on the seventh day or they'd have to pay another week. (laughs) They were going to extend it beyond six days. (laughs) I don't know. But God's miraculous hand steps in and intercedes. And how did they know it was going to happen? I put the sun up there. I put the moon up there. I stretched out the heavens up there. And as long as that's up there, you're going to be forever permanent. There's one more and we've got to close, I know. Time's over, I'm doing the next session anyway too. So (laughs) chapter 33, go to chapter 33. Not only does he give them permanence, but he guarantees the promise to them of his program. Look here, verse 14, chapter 33. Behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that I will perform that good thing which I have promised unto the house of Israel, unto the house of Judah. In those days and at that time will I cause the branch of righteousness to grow up unto David, branch of righteousness, Four times in the scripture, the branch is used, and it's always referring to Jesus Christ. I'm sorry I don't have time to develop that. Please accept it. And he shall execute judgment and righteousness in the land. We know that's what he's going to do, Jesus I'm talking about. Verse 16, in those days shall Judah be saved, and Jerusalem shall dwell safely. And this is the name, by the way, Jerusalem's not dwelling safely today. It's the center of confrontation. In the evening sessions, I'm going to be speaking for three nights on Middle East News Update, a different subject each night. Hope you can be back at night. We're going to get to the practical, what's happening in our world, and discuss those issues in light of the Scriptures. But look what it, it says in verse 16, In those days shall Judah be saved, the Jerusalem shall dwell safely, and this is the name whereof wherewith she shall be called the Lord of our righteousness. Verse 17, For thus saith the Lord... David shall never want a man to sit upon the throne of the house of Israel. Neither shall the priests of the Levites want a man before me to offer burnt offerings and to kindle meat offerings and do sacrifices continually. By the way, sacrifices in the millennial kingdom, I believe, throughout eternity. It's another subject, but that's what Ezekiel chapter 40 to 46 seems to teach. Verse 19, And the word of the Lord came unto Jeremiah, saying, Here's the word of the Lord. One of those hundred times, verse 20, Thus saith the Lord, If ye can break my covenant with the day and my covenant with the night, that there should be no day and night in their seasons, then may also my covenant be broken with David my servant, that he shall not have a son to reign upon his throne. You know what? Prophecy guarantees Jesus is coming. He's going to rule and reign in Jerusalem on the throne of King David. That's what creation tells us. It's a guarantee that we have. That's why it's important we believe in creation, to understand that it is God who did it. As long as, you know what the, the Covenant of David, and you can go back to the second Samuel chapter seven, and read the Covenant. In fact, there are three main covenants. Genesis chapter 12 is the Abrahamic covenant. I will give you a land and a seed and A throne that's expanded over in what many people refer to as the Palestinian covenant. I don't like that term. Palestinian is not a biblical term. It should be called the Land Covenant. Deuteronomy chapter thirty. You can look at. Let's take a moment. Just look at. I'm I'm sorry. Please. Let's just. It's important. You just see them. Look at Deuteronomy chapter thirty. Just for a second. Just for a second. Deuteronomy chapter thirty. In Deuteronomy chapter 30, he's giving the land covenant, and it shall come to pass, verse 1, when all these things are come upon thee, the blessings and the curses which I have set before thee, verse 2, and shall return unto the, when the nations uh, of Israel shall return unto the Lord, verse 3, then the Lord thy God will return thy captivity and have compassion upon thee, and I will return and gather thee from all nations, whether the Lord thy God hath scattered thee. Verse 5. And the Lord thy God will bring thee into the land which thy fathers possess, and they shall possess it. And he will be, uh, do thee good and multiply thee upon, uh, above thy fathers. Verse 6. And the Lord thy God will circumcise thy heart. And They'll do his commandments and he'll be their God. Now go to chapter 7 of 2 Second Samuel. 2 Samuel, Second Samuel. You see, David was not able to build the temple. So God promises David, King David, with the Davidic covenant, he's going to let his son Solomon build the temple. So I want you to show you several things. Verse 8, 2 Samuel chapter 7, verse 8. Now therefore, so shall thou say unto thy servant David, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, I took thee from the sheep coat, from following the sheep, to be ruler over my people, over Israel. Verse 10, Moreover, I will appoint a place for my people Israel, and I will plant them that they may dwell in a place of their own and move no more, neither shall the children of wickedness afflict them any more and before time. Go down to verse 12, And when the days are fulfilled, they shall sleep in thy fathers, and I will set up seed after thee, which shall proceed out of thy bowels, and I will establish his kingdom. Verse 13, Verse 13, He shall build a house. The temple is going to be built in his name. And I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. That's the word olam. Eternality That's what it's going to be. Verse 15. But my mercy shall not depart away from him as I took it from Saul whom I have put away before thee. And thine house, verse 16, and thy kingdom shall be established forever before thee. And thy throne shall be established forever. Makes it pretty definite, doesn't it? It's going to be forever. How can we know this is true? Every day you see the sun out there and the moon at night and the stars spread across the universe. You can know He's going to do it. What's the message in creation? It's that He created the beginning and controls the end and He's going to do it. That's his promise, and I can base everything I believe on his promise. And I got the tangible evidence. That sun came up this morning. The moon was there last night, and those beautiful stars I walked last night, some are across this expanse of the heavens. Creation has a message to us as believers. Believe it, and you'll have the comfort of knowing he's coming. To the loss except the light of creation i'll get somebody to you to lead you to me and to the jew because i did that you'll be permanent and i have my program that will be complete father thank you for the word of god how wonderfully marvelous it is we praise your name for the privilege of studying your book and seeing the connection between you at the beginning you said I am the Alpha and the Omega the beginning and the end as I approach the time of the end my comfort comes that you were the beginning as well love you Lord look for you today. In my precious name, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen.
0: Creation, the Flood, and Prophecy. That's the name of this series that we've been listening to a portion of. Actually, we listened to the second installment, His Message in Creation. You did not hear all of it. There's still much more information you need to have. In fact, you need this entire series. It's a five-part audio series That is on CD, Creation and Prophecy, His Message in Creation, The Flood, His Glory in Creation and Prophecy, and His New Creation. Those are the five parts in this five-part audio series on CD entitled Creation, The Flood, and Prophecy. If you'd like to order yours, you can go to the phone right now. We have a toll-free number that you can call. It's toll-free from across America. That number is 877-674-3298. That's 877-674-3298. Call right now to order your copy of Creation, the Flood, and Prophecy. Or if you'd like to go to the internet, go to our website, www.prophecytoday.com, and you can make your order that way. However you order it, get it today. You need to understand there's a big battle to try to destroy all of us who believe that God created everything in this universe. He sent the flood in judgment, and he is indeed coming again. Creation, the Flood, and Prophecy, the five-part audio series. You need to have it. Call or go to the internet right now and make your order. By the way, as you study this subject with us, you'll come to the realization that the second coming of Jesus Christ is indeed close, but remember before that, seven years before that, the rapture of the church takes place, and that could happen today. And having said that, nothing left for me to say, except let's keep looking up until...